When you declare, and then you get scared. Don't declare if you're not committed to it and you're just excited for a moment. That's Patrick Bet David, and this is the Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Monday. Appreciate you joining me today as we kick off our week with a brand new feature speaker, author, fellow podcaster, and founder of two wildly successful companies. And we have Patrick Bet David on the show. And in this clip, he's going to break down why, when it comes to us sharing our goals with other people or the world, we often hold back. We often clam up. We don't want to, we want to keep it a secret. We don't want to let anyone know. And the reason that that happens is because we're scared. We are afraid. We don't want to get called out if this thing that we said that we're going to do doesn't happen. We'll feel embarrassed. We'll feel sometimes even ashamed. So what happens is what we do instead of declaring what we will do with that conviction, what we do instead is we cop out by saying what we want to do. But as Patrick says in this clip, there's a huge difference between saying what we want to do instead of saying what we will do. Here's Patrick by David. Enjoy. You know this whole thing about declaring your intentions? Does anybody know why we're so scared of declaring our intentions? Anybody knows why we're scared of it? Why are we scared of it? Now we have to what? We have to do it. So watch what happens with my son the other day, my 8-year-old son. I got my 8-year-old son and my 10-year-old son doing jiu-jitsu right now. Bara jiu-jitsu. Who here practices jiu-jitsu or has in the past before? Yes. If you're a part of jiu-jitsu and bara, how many guys... Remember, when you do it or when you were doing it, that's all you wanted to talk about. Yes or no? It's like an obsession, right? That's all you want to talk about. So I take these guys to this place, and they're doing jujitsu, and they're going at it, and they're getting their asses handed to them by everybody, left and right, tournaments, losing, 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 and it sucks, right? Finally, they're starting to make progress, and they're getting stripes. Every time they get a new stripe, it's 10 bucks. If they change their belt, it's 50 bucks. If they win a tournament, it's 100 bucks. And so they're going at it. So then they come to the house and they're training with each other. And I put them in the club room and we get a small audience of 10 people. And I say, go. And they go, shake hands. And then they go at each other. Next, you know, one's on the ground crying. The other lip is, you know, bleeding. No joke, guys. At the house, it's a bad situation sometimes. But it's great for TV. It's great for TV. So my dad sits there. He's like, you push a little too hard. I said, it's okay. They can stand up. You know, just say, okay, I'm going to stand up. So one moment... Dylan and Tico are fighting. They're going back and forth. And Dylan is up 7-0. And Tico doesn't care about Barra. Tico is up 7-0. And I look at Tico and I say, Tico, you going to let him beat you? And Tico does. If you challenge him, he'll respond, one more time, Daddy. They go one more time. They go one more time. 
Tikobitsum. So it's 7-1. And Dylan tapped out on this one. I said, Dylan, you're going to tap out? You're going to tap out? Do you remember the conversation we had at that one jiu-jitsu tournament quitting? Because we had this tournament that, you know, something happened, and we took notes in my phone on exactly what happened afterwards. We take notes every time they have a tournament. So then Dylan comes back, and they're going out again. Now, Tico goes on a six-game win streak. So it's now 7-6, okay? I was thinking about selling to pay-per-view because it was legit this time, right? So it's 7. They're sweating, wet, craziness. And then in one situation, Dylan decides not to tap out. And Tico takes advantage of the situation, goes a little too much. And Dylan gets up. He's crying. I said, why are you crying? I didn't want to tap out, but it hurt. I didn't want to tap out. Like, wow, this kid's getting tougher. So watch what happens four weeks ago. Four weeks ago, we're sitting there, and I like to talk to these guys. And Dylan says, Daddy, so what's that? He says, I will be the greatest fighter in the world. I said, what'd you say? You know, that to me is like, you're talking dirty to me when you say stuff like that. No joke. To me, it's like, what? Because none of my kids have ever said that. They've never said, I'm, I will be the greatest. They've never said it. He said, Daddy, I will be the greatest fighter in the world. I said, say one more time. He said, I will be the greatest fighter in the world. So I said, did you guys hear what he just said? He says, yeah, he will be the greatest fighter in the world. I said, let's go for a walk. So we're talking. You will be the greatest. Dad, I will be the greatest fighter in the world. So okay, cool. So we're talking what it takes and all this other stuff. Why did you want to think about this? Two weeks goes by, and we're at dinner again. I said, Dylan, what happened today to practice? Didn't you say you will be the greatest fighter in the world? I never said that. I said, okay, that's, that's the, you ask anyone that's worked with me for a few years, that's when we have conflict. The conflict you don't have with me is what? When you declare, and then you get scared. That's the only way you'll have conflicts with me. Don't declare if you're not committed to it, and you're just excited for a moment. So he says, I never said that. I said, Dylan, you said you would be the greatest. I never said that. For Jennifer's in the kitchen, she's like, babe, it's okay. I said, no, no, it's not okay. This is a learning lesson. You can't say stuff like that. I'll be the greatest fighter in the world. I never said I'll be the greatest. I said, I want to be the greatest fighter. I said, no, 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 no. Nope. You said will. You didn't say want. You said you will. There's a big difference. I never said will. I said want. So this is the best part about having kids that call each other on. Tico says, no, Dylan, you said will. I'm like, awesome, Tico. Awesome. So now it's like back to running a base shop again, right? No, you said it. Should be quiet. I never said it. I said, okay. So now Dylan's crying, which is beautiful because he's having a moment. I said, let's go for a walk. I said, so what's up? I never said that. I said, Dilly, I've said stuff like that, but I got scared. Are you scared? Are you scared? Yeah. Okay. Tell me why. Why did you change it from will to want? He says, well, because, Daddy, if I say will, I have to do it. But if I say want, I don't have to do it. <sighs> Eight-year-old kid just broke down the difference between will and want. I'm 43 years old. This guy figured it out at eight years old. Here's the difference between will and want. Go to you. How many adults use the following sentence? I want to have a big house. No one cares. I want to be rich so I can retire my parents. Weak word. 
I want to be pampered for the rest of my life. No one cares. I want a nice car. Who cares? I want to have a house in the corner lot. Want has zero weight behind it. Starts with the same letter, same amount of words, four letters, same amount of letters, four. One has power, the other has no power. So I'm, 2001 would make me how old? What's 2001? Today's 2002. What's 2001? 21 years ago, I'm how old? 22 years old. I'm broke. You have no idea how broke I am. The camera goes on me for me to declare my intentions. And here's what this crazy 21, 22-year-old kid says here. If you can play this video. And this has a lot to do with what Tim Grover just said. Mark my words, by the year, by the time this year, so the next year, this time, we'll hit at least six figure or more. And anybody that comes on my team will get close to six figure or more. Most definitely, just because of teamwork. So we have a ridiculous team going. I'm 22 years old, I said that, right? <laughs> by the way, do you know when I walked away, what happened after I said that? I lost everything. <laughs> That's what's crazy. I lost my Ford Expedition. I'm $49,000 in debt. I go to a club in Burbank. Not Giggles. Giggles was in Glendale. There used to be a club in Burbank like 20 years ago. And it's right by San Fernando. It's, it was a nice club. So I go there. But I show up in my brand new, brand spanking new Ford Focus. And I'm talking Ford Focus. I'm talking Ford Focus, okay? I'm talking none, none, no AC, nothing, and it's no power windows. It's like power workout, right? I got nothing going on. And I would come out of a Ford Focus. And my friend, Armin, God bless his soul, he's no longer here with us. He comes up to me. He says, hey, where is the six figures? Where's the millions, Pat? Oh, I'm just with you. So, you know, friends, how they talk. Come here, bro. Good to see you. Let's go in there and have fun. All the friends are looking at me. It's the joke. There's the dreamer. Where's the millions, Pat? <laughs> Where's the millions, Pat? That's why you're afraid to say, I will. I read a quote the other day by Denzel. Whether he said it or not, I have no clue. But I'm reading you what I read on a site that says, crown of a nation. And here's was the quote that they said Denzel said. I didn't say he said it. This says, Denzel said it, okay? Your own family will talk about you when you're in the process of breaking all the generational curses. This ain't for the weak. This ain't for the weak. Some of you guys got some generational curses that you haven't broken yet. Let's address some of the generational curses. What are some of them? Drugs, gambling, alcohol, weed, what else? Abuse, poverty, fear of God, Victimhood mentality, what else you want to put? Every family has it, but eventually somebody has to change it. So for you, this whole word about will and want, what word are you using? Were you afraid to do the video? Why are you afraid of the video? Because God forbid if you go on social media and you say, mark my word, my family will become financially free, and you post that, and you don't, then you delete it, but your friends and family sees it and they laugh at you. You're afraid of being laughed at. So you play safe. You play safe. You don't want to go to these gatherings. One night, my dad and I were at a Christmas party, and I'm 25, 26 years old, and one of the guys on my dad helped them out 
we're hanging out. This is at a Glendale Hills area. And the guy starts joking about my dad. And you guys, if you know me, I have a reputation for not having a temper. I'm always very calm. But I'm looking at this guy, and I'm seeing he's talking to my dad in an interesting way. And I, I'm like, by the way, he's 30 years my senior, 35 years my senior. I said, I'm sorry, you don't talk to my dad like that. He said, what do you mean? It's just a joke. I don't like that joke. I just don't like that joke. I said, Dad, we're leaving. My dad's like, no, we're not. I said, I'm your ride. You're leaving. We're not leaving. This is a Christmas party. Don't embarrass me in front of my family. I said, Dad, we're leaving. I'm not going to tolerate this kind of stuff. You, they think we're a joke just because you got a divorce and just because, what, they got a degree? Bullshit. I'm not going to tolerate this. Let's go. We're not leaving. We're leaving. We're not leaving. Dad, we're leaving. Let's go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We left. Every single word you can think about, I use on that entire drive home. Here's a promise I made my dad. At that, that time, I'm not making six weeks. I'm making $50,000 a year. I said, Dad, they're going to have to kill me. The world's going to know your last name. I guarantee you the world's going to know your last name. The world's going to know what you did for this family when you left Iran. FYI, I sat Paulette there. I sat Siamak there. And I looked at both of them and I said, the world's going to know our last name. The world's going to know who we are. Ask the story from Paulo to my dad. They'll tell you how, what this moment was. That's a declaration. You know what my dad said when I said that? Here's what my dad said. Here you go again dreaming. Here you go. We're a regular family. We're not. Stop saying that. We're not a regular family. We're Bet Davis. We're not a regular family. I don't want to believe this. By the way, you ought to talk about your last name the same exact way. You ought to get up and say, Bruno Castillo, this is not a regular last name. Okafor is not a regular last name. Palayo is not a regular last name. You ought to have that pride with your own family. All of you. And by the way, I didn't say this when I was a millionaire. I said this when I was making 50 a year. It doesn't matter if I say it today. No one cares. What matters is when I said it when I was 22. When I was a nobody. I didn't have a follower on social media. There was no value attainment. I didn't have 100 bucks in my account. Nothing at that time. Going back to you. Last night I told you, George put this entire meeting together for who? You. And only you. Yes, say it again. George put this meeting together for me. This is my meeting. My life's going to change. Your life's going to change. You got to make that decision leaving this place. So no more wants. Moving forward. Everybody around you, that's your blood. That's your family. That's in your base shop. That's on your team. Every time they use the word want, change it. Stop them right there. Can I challenge you? Yes. Let's change that word to will. Change it to will. I will. We will. We will. I will. It's, it's a powerful word. Big thanks to Patrick Bet-David for stopping by. You can connect with him and his work by visiting his website, patrickbetdavid.com. You can also check out his Instagram, which is the same Patrick Bet-David. He also has a very, very popular YouTube channel that I recommend that you check out, and that is entitled Valuetainment. And lastly, check out his most recent Wall Street bestselling book entitled Your Next Five Moves, Mastering the Art of Business, Strategy. And if you like this clip, there'll be a link to the entire talk, which is about 45 minutes long. And I'll have that along with all the links to connect with him and his work in the show description. And that's a wrap for me. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I will see you back here Wednesday. So until then, stay strong. Later. Later.